0: hey there everybody welcome back to being human is weird thank you so much for tuning in today and i know that we say this every episode uh today we have a very special episode it's very special (laughs) very special (laughs) where carrie and i talk about something extremely near and dear to our hearts and that is our issue and constant need to engage in people pleasing
1: no (laughs)
0: Yes. It's the first time I've said no. (laughs) I've never heard you say that before.
1: So you might be wondering what a people pleaser is. For many, the eagerness to please others stems from self-worth issues. There may be a history of maltreatment or distress in your life from not behaving the way that you quote unquote should. Many people pleasers confuse people-pleasing with kindness, thinking, well, I don't want to be selfish. I want to be a good person. So I'll just abandon everything I want and do everything you want. Another sign of people-pleasing is frequent apologizing. And I can relate to that one. (laughs) I bumped into the wall this morning and said, sorry, sorry. (laughs) You pretend to agree with everyone and feel responsible for how everybody is feeling around you, whether they're comfortable and whether they're good. That's a big one for me. (laughs) Okay. I saw Abby's face too.
0: Like, <laughs> do you need anything? Can I get you anything? Do you need it? Are you comfortable? Can I get you anything? Do you need anything? And they're just sitting there doing nothing. Oh, there's tension over there. Okay. How can I dispel their tension? I'm not involved
1: with that, but all of a sudden I'm like, I got to fix this. Otherwise everything's going to go downhill. Another sign. You can't stand when someone is upset with you or- You think that they're upset with you, which is more common. (laughs) Check. The last sign that we're going to talk about right now is you
0: don't admit when your feelings are hurt. It's not out of a toughness. Mm -mm. It's like, oh, maybe a little bit. I guess I don't know. What do you think that comes from? Mine's not from toughness.
1: Mine is from fear of showing vulnerability. I don't think I've ever said the words, you hurt my feelings to anyone. I will say you upset me or I will get very analytical and practical about it. Feelings, you hurt my feelings. I didn't, I Mm -mm. don't say to
0: people, no. That's too tough. I'm not mature enough for that. Would you consider yourself a people pleaser? Yes or no? And why? Yes.
1: My people pleasing tends to be with strangers or in a work setting and less so in my interpersonal relationships. And luckily I have you and I have my best friend Kayla. When I have a socially awkward issue, which is often with me. I can turn to one of you and you're like, here's how you handle it like a human being, Carrie. (laughs) But I think I enter into like real life customer service mode with strangers where I become very polite and I don't really show a lot of personality. And I'm just very much like, how can we make this conversation end as quickly as possible? (laughs) This sounds so bad. This is not who I am as a health coach. This is who I am with strangers. I don't like small talk. I don't like those interactions. So I tend to be people pleasing and like, oh, would you like to cut in front of me in the line? You only have 40 more items than I do. And I don't know where that impulse comes from. But that's my experience
0: with people pleasing. I am a PP on the opposite. With strangers, I do tend to turn on my customer service voice or personality, but I would rather take on the burden of being inconvenienced than think for a second that they will be inconvenienced. I don't want them to be upset with me when I can or am, I guess, physically capable, not necessarily emotionally, (laughs) but physically capable of carrying out the favors that I've been asked to do. I have noticed that I have been taking on too many things and then I feel behind and then I spiral out of control and then I talk to Carrie about it and then I broadcast it. Uh, nationally on this podcast internationally (laughs) internationally yeah we had someone in Germany
1: I feel like as women society tells us to be good and be nice and smile and be sweet and be perfect in every single way imaginable because you're a woman and you have to do everything but you have to look like you're really happy about doing everything for everyone all the time and that's so much a part of who we are even if our parents or our family didn't really directly say that to us. That's just growing up. Mm -hmm. That's what we know. When I feel like I use my voice, I feel as though I am coming across as a bitch. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe that's okay. Maybe I just come across as a bitch. Maybe the the shift is within my own mind, not within the behavior. Or maybe it's both. Abby, fix me.
0: I think that you just fixed yourself. (laughs) You nailed it. We are literally told on the streets and sidewalks to smile more. However, something I need to bring up is that this episode idea came from one of my friends who is a boy. And the stress that just comes with being a yes person and a people pleaser in the workplace. He has similarities to you in that way, and I didn't put that together until now. You said something else that I think is really important to bring out, and it's maybe that shift needs to happen mentally. Why is it everyone else's problem that I can't say no? They're going to survive if I say no to them. If I say no to somebody, I immediately go to, well, how can I help them solve this issue right now? So if I can't be at a certain place at noon, or I don't have an answer for them, instead of that being it, it's how can I provide 38 resources, videos, links, opinions, a number for somebody that can help them? You are so, and I knew this working
1: with you um, as a health coach too, you love giving that resource and that just endless support you are so supporting and i it's such a great quality and at the same time i know what you're saying and i want you to provide that quality to yourself or have somebody else provide it to you because you deserve that in your life and if nobody's giving it to you if you're just constantly giving it away to other people abby how can we solve that how can you give that to yourself
0: (laughs) well first i'm gonna go cry for a little while (laughs) you are so sweet (laughs) Okay,
1: One this six. is just the truth. It really is. Oh, um, so those qualities that you show as a health coach, I have always admired since the first day we worked together and are qualities that I try to embody when I'm health coaching as well. My approach is just different from yours as we all are just different. And now that I have a quote unquote survival job that is back in the customer service realm for real that's what i'm doing for a paycheck that need to appear kind and easygoing and flexible and likable and whatever is almost part of the job you know requirement like mm-hmm. i have to show up that way and that's where i'm struggling to also show up authentically because i feel myself being burned out way oh. too quickly And then I want to isolate because it feels like if I have to have interactions with people, I have to show up as this happy-go-lucky person. So I need to isolate because I don't have the energy to show up that way. And then that causes lower self-esteem. Why can't I just show up this way? I should just be alone then. And it starts to spiral. So how do I show up authentically And still friendly enough to
0: have people in my life. Do you feel you're feeling burnt out or you want to go into isolation because you're so emotionally exhausted from having to show up as something that you're not?
1: I think that's part of it. And the other part is that when I want to say no, I say yes. I'm burnt out with the thoughts that I'm not expressing and I'm just pushing down instead. In the past, what have you done to deal with that kind of stuff? It goes back to journaling, always journaling and getting things out. I would just like to learn as a life strategy, though, how can I be authentic in this moment and also still be kind? Because I don't want to show up without kindness in my life, but I want it to be true kindness, not this... Uh, It's just easier to please you than it is Mm -hmm. to make myself happy.
0: Kindness. Oh, (laughs) that is exactly what it is. I mean, how do you show up as yourself when for the last 30 plus years, you've been conditioned to act a certain way when you go out in public and you deal with literally everyone? My
1: previous career was as an actor. My means of livelihood was based on how much I could please somebody within that audition. They wanted me to be the girl next door that's kind of my look or it was in the when I was in my 20s. So that's the persona that I needed to present constantly. So a part of that might have become actually who I was for a while. Maybe that was authentic, but it all felt distant from me.
0: Unlearn and relearn all of these things ab- about you that maybe you feel like you should already know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Especially by this point in my life. Yes. A, I am socially awkward. And B, I feel like there's something inside me that this is the truth, but how I present to the world is
0: slightly different. So how do I rectify those two? This is where I get pissed. We all struggle with stuff like that, but no one talks about it because they don't want to be the one to look like they don't know how to human. And my question for you, Carrie, is what's wrong with learning how to human? What's wrong with being out there and, quote unquote, screwing up and learning from it? But to us, it's, oh, my gosh, I did something wrong. What do these people think of me? What would my parents say if they knew I did this? What would my partner think? Nobody's looking at us and nobody's paying attention to us. We just make ourselves think that that's happening.
1: I automatically go to that comfort zone and the comfort zone for me is that persona of people pleasing and just everything's great no i'm i'm good let's talk about you because i'm good that's so much easier for me uh, so it's learning how to get comfortable in the discomfort of i'm actually not good and if you're not ready to hear that then we don't need to have a conversation right now and that's okay
0: both directions that's okay Every person in the world experiences what we're talking about. They have a mental breakdown. And then enough about me. How are you doing? How's your job? How's, you know, they ask about something exciting. They would rather take on the vent session of someone else than even share a tiny bit of vulnerability because like you're saying, it's uncomfortable. And I would rather take on what you have than put you through what you're putting me through. Yes, I'm so comfortable helping people. And I'm just
1: like, "Uh, if it's my stuff, though, let's, you don't deal with that. Mm -hmm. I deal with that. I deal with me alone. And I deal with all of you with me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: That's exactly it. Think about the last six months. And again, I'll speak from my experience. But somebody would say, how are things? I'd see him at the store. How are things? I say, oh, things are really good. Things are good. How are you? And then, oh, my brother's in the hospital and blah, 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 blah. And, and I, oh, I'm so sorry. And you kind of like almost go into coach mode and coach him mm-hmm. through through Definitely. And i sitting here like, I just told you I was fine. I just got out of a pretty unhealthy four-year relationship, basically got kicked out of my apartment, had to move home into my parents' backyard. I do not have a job. I've been living in limbo for six months. I'm struggling through a certification program. I'm so sorry that your brother broke his toe and is in the hospital. How can I help? And then you give him the number for a podiatrist that you know.
1: (laughs) So is it more for you that in helping somebody else, you're able to replenish some of your own cup versus when you offload on somebody, you feel like that's not filling up your cup? Do you know what I'm asking? I do. Yes. Yes.
0: I do think that. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> because as soon as I say anything about myself, I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I shouldn't have shared that with them. Oh, that was Oh my God. Bad. That's so I'm embarrassing. So I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. So
1: Kayla... Is my best friend, and I know she loves me unconditionally as I love her. And we have a plan to be golden girls whenever our guys (laughs) pass before us, and we'll just live out our years (laughs) together with dogs and baked goods, probably. (laughs) Even with Kayla, when we started this podcast, I just didn't say anything. I said nothing. And our podcast was out for like two weeks, and she goes, Are you doing a podcast? And I said, Yeah, yeah. And she was like, let me support you. But I just become very guarded. And then, like,
0: I'll just deal with my own shit. Let's talk about you. Mm-hmm. You don't want the attention. the No, the positive attention. That overwhelming support and compliments. Oof, and it's yeah. so much more comfortable to not be complimented. <laughs> because then you don't have to come up with a response. You're not asking for their support. It's just practicing being... A person.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying. Way.
0: I'm like every time I tell the third person, you're first, and I tell my mom and I tell it whatever. I was like, you're the third and final person I'm telling this. But I had to. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I had to make myself a rule. I will tell three people when I accomplish I love that. something. I have to tell three people because I would want them to tell me. It just feels it's like a vulnerability practice. And then it gets you better in your relationships that you come into and that kind of thing. But if you can just bring yourself to tell three people happy news, here's how a human would human. <laughs> they would share good news about themselves with somebody or exciting news. It doesn't have to be good. It, they would share news about themselves with yeah. somebody. And the
1: comfort zone, like I said, is, oh, yeah, everything's good. Let's talk about you and how I can help you and it, it damages relationships, or at least it doesn't make them nearly as dimensional and strong as they could be. People
0: pleasers know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. If you say no, or you show up how you actually want to show up, you do not know how that other person is going to respond or what the situation is going to turn in. There is no control oh god you're blowing my mind (laughs) (laughs) and that's where I struggle if I say yes to someone my life is gonna be chaos leading up to that event but I know that they will be there and they won't be upset with me because I did what I said I was gonna do and if I say no are they gonna still be my friend are they still gonna want to hang out are they still Where it's like, I already know mine's a shit show from the time I wake up. So what's the difference if I... (laughs) You're right. Lack of
1: control, fear of the uncertainty and unknown. So how will I react in that situation if I don't know what's coming? So let me set this up so that I know what's Mm -hmm. coming. So I know how I should behave and I can play the perfect little happy female.
0: You mentioned that these things sometimes stem from a lack of self-worth or self-trust. How do you feel about this being a self abandonment happening? Oh, it absolutely is.
1: I mean, isn't that's kind of the best descriptor of people pleasing is self
0: abandonment right uh, an example of this might be you're emotionally or physically or both exhausted and someone texts you I had a hard day can I vent most of the time they don't even ask actually it's just a vent <laughs> text mm-hmm. or a phone call that comes through instead of saying I'm really tired could we pick this up a different time you just let them unload Onto you. Yeah. That's an example of abandoning yourself. It's easier to abandon ourselves than it is to abandon that person Mm -hmm. in need. Like they absolutely will die if they can't vent to you because you are the only person in their life that they can talk to. All of those things are so untrue. It may sting them a little bit because it feels like rejection. But if they said that to you, how would you respond? You would say, oh, that's okay. I understand. So why don't we expect the same from that person? And if we can't expect the same from that person, why are they such a big part of our lives?
1: Are we... Believing that other people can't handle us, are we automatically dismissing how much they can deal? Yes. So that's not really fair of us. We're assuming that we have to show up a certain way because they can't handle it.
0: I should trust my relationships with people more than I do. It's hard to balance between do I show up 100% as myself and say if they don't like me, I don't want to be around them. And, okay, I need to do what I need to do to keep them in my life and keep them. Like, I would rather change myself or pull back a little bit than risk losing that connection. If I was more confident in my abilities to be, then I could just say, screw it. If they don't like me, they don't like me. But I need them to like me. Yep. I know exactly what you mean. Just like with everything else, it's
1: learning how to embrace the discomfort that comes with a new behavior change. Mm -hmm. And we know that we know that I want you to love me for who I am. So I need to show who I am for you to fully love me or for you to, I'll say it this way, reject me so -hmm. that I know this wasn't right. Like we're not going to match as friends or partners or whatever it may be.
0: But how do you build that love and connection and trust with yourself so Mm -hmm. that the rejection isn't such a fear and isn't such a painful happening. So you and I have talked
1: a lot about how to protect your peace and how to protect your Mm -hmm. energy. We refer to it as protecting, but I think I need to readjust now that we have learned more and how to express your energy and how to express your need, not just protect it. Mm -hmm. I think the same place that I start with, health coaching, um, my own clients is getting clear on your values, what matters to you. And if you really know what's important to you, then it becomes, okay, having these wonderful friendships with people who trust me is really important to me. How can I show up more authentically to those versus just the yes, man? Yep
0: everything's good you tell me about you i will try my best to solve all of your problems Mm -hmm. love yourself enough to know that people can't read your mind so you have Mm. to share your wants and your needs and love yourself enough to stop burdening yourself with other people's problems
1: it's a fear of disappointing which is so funny because we inadvertently disappoint people constantly we cannot please anyone what we're setting ourselves up Is impossible. And we're still trying to protect ourselves from disappointing anyone when we're doing it all the time. As long as the way you're disappointing someone is in line with your values and it's not outwardly bullying someone else, that's the right thing to do, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) If you're not hurting anyone, like you said, conserving or expressing your energy in a way that feels right to you, that's what they're doing, so why isn't it okay for me to? I always survive when they say no. And if they say no to something that is huge that they should be there for, then maybe it's time to kind of creep away from their relationship a little bit. I think it's a good way to figure out if everything you're doing is one-sided or not. I'm putting in all of this effort and not receiving any back from certain things. So why do we feel the need to keep those People in those relationships and those happenings. Because it's it's what we know. (sighs) So how do we stop? Now, Carrie and I do not have the answer to this. However, Google did. And (laughs) the one that resonated most with me, and we'll go through a few, but the one that resonated most with me was... You have to stop rambling and over-explaining when you say no. You are under no obligation to do anything for anyone ever at any point, and you have to tell yourself and convince yourself of that. Yeah, I don't
1: believe you, even as you said that. Today. It's okay
0: to just say no. That doesn't work for me. If you haven't heard, no,
1: period, is a complete
0: sentence. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> really hard. I wanted to keep going right then. No, uh,
0: but here's why. I think a good way to practice is to say something no to something small. I don't know. What would be a good example of something small that you could say no to? Just to practice. Anything that's going to be like a well-populated event
1: that maybe you're being invited to and it really doesn't work. And you know that that person isn't depending on your attendance to make this event happen. So it's like, no.
0: Please know too that a lot of people that you regularly have contact with If you shorten your responses it's going to take them by surprise and that's okay don't focus on or worry about how they perceive your change in action if that
1: overthinking spiral starts to take place i think what's going to help is saying okay did i say no because that aligns with my values and what i need and if so then i made the right decision and i need to let it go
0: regardless of Mm -hmm. how they're reacting or feeling about it and this shit is hard Oh, so hard. It is not easy to decondition or unlearn 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years worth of,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, but we know it's impossible to please everyone and stop worrying so much about what other people think. Why is it so hard to do that? Because you know, they're not thinking what we're telling ourselves they're thinking. How does that affect me? Even
1: if they are. Okay. Well, I, my life continues on the same way. Either I'm ruminating over it or I'm not. So. Mm -hmm. I get to
0: choose how my day is going to proceed from there and they get to choose how their reaction is going to affect them. I'm so glad you said that because this was a point I wanted to bring up. It is not my problem if someone else is upset. It's their responsibility to come to me with what I did that upset them. So I can sit here and make up a hundred, I shouldn't have said that, I did this wrong. Oh my God, they probably hate me. I shouldn't have said no. If they're a mature adult, they can come to me with that. And I don't need to burden myself with the what ifs and spiraling and overthinking those things. If I upset them, it's their responsibility to come to me with that. I think there are people in both of our lives who are just impossible
1: to please. It feels like there's no winning. So it becomes, I still want this person in my life or their family. So Mm -hmm. I'm with them because I love them no matter what. Also, it almost becomes freeing and a little easier to be like, you know, they're going to upset themselves with this and they can tell me what I did, but it's always the same. It's always everybody else's fault. It's everything that's happening outside and they don't want to take any responsibility. So at least I feel like I'm taking responsibility and I'll let them unload on me like they tend to do. And maybe someday they'll realize that the source of
0: their unhappiness isn't actually other people. I know what I have to do at this point to keep this person from becoming upset. It's easier to just be like, I am, I am so sorry that I am existing and that something else bad happened to you and you decided to take it out on me. I will fix this.
1: I know we've spent a lot of this episode really rambling about our own experiences. And I hope that that connected with some of you. But I also hope it connected with none of you, to be honest, and that you're all free from this. But for those who do identify as a people pleaser, to one or many degrees, I again go back to getting in touch with what your values are, what matters to you, when it's worth it to stand up for yourself and stand up for others. And to be honest with your feelings, with yourself to begin with, if that's where you are, if you know your feelings and you are having trouble expressing them honestly to the people in your life that care, that is another great place to start. And it can be as simple as, it hurt my feelings when, or I am feeling this. I have been able to start doing that with Andy just I am feeling X, Y, Z. And his first question is why? And I'm like, I don't know why. I never know why. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, it's a good step to start with. I am feeling Mm -hmm. and be
0: honest. I love that. And I think it's important too that people realize that the receiver of that may not take it super well if they feel attacked. However, that is not your problem. That is not your fault that is something for them to work on. You're just sharing, Absolutely. "Hey, I feel this way." Take responsibility
1: for your own joy and let people take their responsibility for their happiness. Did you know that this has a name too? Sociotropy,
0: people pleasing? Mhm.
1: No. Is it- It's a personality trait characterized by excessive investment in interpersonal relationships and usually studied in the field of social psychology. So
0: that's the psychological term. If you are with us and believing being human is weird, then like, subscribe, share, all of those things that the kids are doing And be sure to follow us on Instagram at beinghumanisweird. That's where we're going to be sharing resources, inspiration, and news about our podcast.
1: And we would love to hear from you. So slide right into our DMs with questions, comments, and what you'd like to hear more of. And thank you so much for listening, weirdos.